Support for this podcast and the following message come from Wise, the app that makes managing your money in different currencies easy. With Wise, you can send and spend money internationally at the mid-market exchange rate. No guesswork and no hidden fees. Learn more about how Wise could work for you at wise.com. Today on State of the World, the Hamas leader behind the October 7th attack and the hostage release. Thanks for listening to State of the World from NPR. We bring you the day's most vital international stories, up close where they're happening. It's Monday, November 27th. I'm Greg Dixon. The release of hostages in Gaza could not have happened without the approval of one secretive man, Yahya Sinwar. He's the head of Hamas in Gaza. NPR's Daniel Estrin has met the Hamas leader at press conferences in recent years. And Daniel tells us more about who Sinwar is and how the hostage release fits into his war strategy. Yahya Sinwar earned a nickname among Palestinians, the Butcher of Khan Yunus. It's where he grew up in southern Gaza. His role in Hamas for years was to help root out suspected Palestinian informants, spies for Israel. He was imprisoned in Israel on four life sentences, accused of playing a role in killing Israeli soldiers and Palestinian informants. He spent 22 years in Israeli prisons with many fellow Palestinian prisoners like Esmat Mansour. He have uh, so many secrets. Mansour remembers Sinwar the prisoner as having a small team of confidants who would smuggle cell phones into prison and catch Palestinian inmates serving as informants for Israel. Did he ever find spies in jail? So many spies. So many spies, he says. When Israeli soldier Gilad Shalit was captured by Hamas and held hostage in Gaza for five years, the man who guarded the captive soldier was none other than Sinwar's own brother, Mohammed. In 2011, Hamas freed the captive soldier in exchange for more than 1,000 Palestinian prisoners, and Sinwar's brother made sure Sinwar was among them. When his brother have a power to decide who's can release or not. All the prisoners look at him as a man who can decide about their uh, life. That VIP status in prison and his release helped him rise in the ranks to lead Hamas in Gaza. Over the years, the security-conscious Sinwar rarely appeared in public, but he did hold press conferences with the foreign press in 2018 and in 2021, when there were bloody rounds of conflict between Gaza and Israel. Assalamu alaikum. In 2018, Sinwar sat at a table. He spoke to the assembled journalists and into the NPR microphone. He's short and wiry, with cropped, mostly white hair. I asked him about the subject of Israeli captives. At the time, Hamas was holding two Israeli citizens and the bodies of two Israeli soldiers. He said it was a confidential file he wasn't prepared to talk about. Hamas is still holding them. He welcomed the visiting press. He said the press played an important role for the Palestinian cause. At the time, Hamas was encouraging violent protests along the Israeli border of the blockaded Gaza Strip. He said it was a strategy he learned from his hunger strikes in prison. He said Palestinians were protesting their jailers, as it were, for improved conditions in Gaza. The strategy seemed to work. Israel gave Gaza economic incentives, coveted Israeli work permits for thousands of Gaza laborers. Eyal Khulata, who served as Israel's national security advisor last year, 
thought this brought Israel some quiet on the Gaza border. Uh, I don't know. I thought we had an understanding uh, what's in our thinking was, and this was so wrong. Israel was shocked on October 7th, when Hamas fighters stormed the border, killed about 1,200 people, and dragged back to Gaza more than 200 captives. David Maidan, the Israeli negotiator who approved Sinwar's release from prison in the 2011 exchange, says Sinwar's strategy with the October 7th attack was similar. First of all, to uh, to capture maximum uh, hostages to and to use them as a tool to release his friends. His friends he spent years with behind bars in Israel. He didn't yet secure their release, but Israel did agree to free more recently arrested Palestinian prisoners in exchange for Hamas releasing some of its Israeli hostages. And both sides agreed to a short ceasefire. Maidan says it helps Sinwar buy time. Oh, it needs time now. The time will help him to survive. Maidan says the more hostages Sinwar releases day by day, the longer the ceasefire will last. And that can help Hamas fighters regroup and maybe international pressure will mount against Israel resuming its military assault. But Israel says this ceasefire will only last a maximum of 10 days before it resumes its military campaign. Sinwar will still likely hold on to Israeli captives as a bargaining chip for his bigger goal, to secure the release of all Palestinian prisoners in Israel. Sinwar's former prison mate, Esmat Mansour. After the war, when they end the war, uh, they will uh, make uh, negotiations to release the, all the prisoners, and then it will be the biggest picture of victory in Palestinian history. After the last Israel-Hamas war two years ago, Sinwar dared Israel to assassinate him and walked openly in the streets of Gaza. Today, Sinwar is presumed to be hiding in one of Hamas's underground bunkers in Gaza. Israel has changed its strategy. Israel says Hamas can no longer be in charge of Gaza, and Sinwar is on its hit list. The future of Hamas largely depends on whether Sinwar survives this war. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. That's the state of the world from NPR. Real quick. Giving Tuesday is coming up, and it's the perfect reason to finally support NPR and our journalists around the world, like Daniel Estrin's long-term reporting out of Jerusalem. You can sign up for State of the World Plus. That's at plus.npr.org or on our show page in Apple Podcasts. Or you can make a tax-deductible donation to your local NPR station. Thank you for your support. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. I'm Rachel Martin. After hosting Morning Edition for years, I know that the news can wear you down. So we made a new podcast called Wild Card, where a special deck of cards and a whole bunch of fascinating guests help us sort out what makes life meaningful. It's part game show, part existential deep dive, and it is seriously fun. Join me on Wild Card wherever you get your podcasts. Only from NPR. This message is brought to you by NPR sponsor, Lisa, in collaboration with West Elm. Discover the new natural hybrid mattress, expertly crafted from natural latex and certified safe foams, designed with your health and the planet in mind. Visit leesa.com to learn more. This message comes from NPR sponsor Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to save, spend wisely, and invest. 
Join millions of parents and kids building healthy financial habits on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash NPR.